the school of breaking financial hardship part one we're going to have such meetings throughout the year in segregated forms in order to keep building ourselves amen how many of you want to be poor poor how many of you want to live in want lack and want how many of you think that poverty is not nice yeah how many of you think that poverty has affected your life How many of you want to be wealthy? How many of you want to have more than enough? Amen. So this is a very good section. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 17 to 18. And thou say in thy heart, my power and the might of my hand has gotten me this wealth verse 18 but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth that he may establish you see the purpose why God gives wealth to establish a covenant so everything is running around a covenant say a covenant say a covenant poverty is not part of God's plan for man but a man can find himself in poverty. Are you here? Poverty is not beautiful. Poverty is not in the covenant. God wants us to have more than enough to be a blessing. Follow the teaching. Breaking financial hardship, part one. When you are without a law, you will remain low in life. Because nothing governs you. You are dispersed. And anything that is dispersed does not carry strength and power. There is a law that can control a man and take him into prosperity. There is a law that can control a man and take him into prosperity. Financial hardship comes your way when you walk away from the covenant as a child of God. When you walk away from the covenant as a child of God, you start having financial hardship. Look, if you, if you are here and you are not ready to walk out of financial hardship, you can go back. When you break the covenant, you see poverty. Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden with everything provided. But when they broke 
the word of God. God pushed them out. Go and struggle. There is a struggle-free zone in God and that is in the covenant. Follow the teaching. When the covenant no longer makes meaning to us, we then begin to walk in financial hardship. When we forget where we are coming from as children of God and we forget our strength as in the word of God, we begin to walk in financial hardship. Nobody must walk in financial hardship in God. Because when God wanted to build a temple, everybody was to provide something. You must have more than enough. I mean, if you remain in one Ghana city offering for a long time, you are in financial hardship. Follow the teaching. I prefer to die holy and rich than holy and pure. I don't know about you. I prefer to go to heaven a righteous man, a servant of God, and a wealthy man like Abraham than go like Lazarus. Lazarus, for information, is in heaven. But he's in the bosom of Abraham. And the rich man in hell could not send Abraham he rather told Abraham to instruct Lazarus to send him water. If you want to go to heaven as a poor man, praise the Lord. The Lord be with you, but not also with me in that matter. How beautiful will it be, Ima, if you are living in a mansion with cast at your disposal and yet you are on fire for God you are a Christian you are taking care of people you are paying you say oh pastor stop working and come full time I'll pay you $25,000 a month it's not far fetched that's what I'm talking about Pastor, I'm committing $25,000 every year into the scholarship of people in the church who need scholarship. It's not far-fetched. That's what I'm talking about. Pastor, I'm donating 12 acres of land for the church for a prayer camp, a kind of a retreat. Poor people can't do that. Are you following me? Poor people can't do that. Pastor, I want to pay the bills of electricity bills of the church for the next 15 years. So every month, give me the bill. Pastor, I want to pay the water bill. Pastor, how much is left for the building? One million dollars. I'll give seven hundred thousand dollars. This is what I'm talking about. Poverty is a curse. The earlier you start hating it and working at kicking it out of your life, the better. If you are somebody who loves to dwell in poverty, the Bible said the wisdom of the poor man is despised. 
It's not their fault when they don't respect you. It's Bible. Hmm. They are fulfilling scripture. <laughs> it's natural. Sometimes your education doesn't bring respect. It's what you have. The sweetest adventure in life is for you to walk in financial dominion. Hello? Every pastor will desire that his people are working in financial dominion. If I have 50 people tightening 2,000 a month, this church will not be like this. I can swear. 2,000 a month? At this stage? Talking about 100,000 a month? Do you know what it can do till it? Now, we, we've done two sessions already. Did we, did we take off it? Don't you feel light about it? If I have 50 people tighten 2,000, do you know what we can do? We will take Sakumono in five days. We will do free lunch on Sundays, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Anybody hungry in town should come and eat. We will go to house to house. Who wants to go to school? No fees. Come. We will take you to school. Good works. How God anointed Jesus Christ, Acts chapter 10, verse 38, with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good? Poverty will limit your life. And you must do everything possible to come out of it. The covenant way. I said what? The covenant way. Money is a speed machine. Nobody chases it and catches it. You can't catch money. It's very fast. So if you are working to get money, you may never get money. You must walk in the covenant. And God that gives power for us to make wealth will give you the power to make wealth and not money. Money is not prosperity. Wealth wealth. Talking about wealth. That you will not give 20,000 today in Charlie. It means that you were saving for the last 10 years. Can you imagine a realm you enter that every time you come to church, your first and second offering is 50,000. That is the realm I'm talking about. Your first and second offering, not not uh, I'm start, I will want to raise funds for no first and second offering 50,000 now your five CDs you divide into three two two one 
so that when the basket is passing, you will see that you have put your hand inside. That level is changing. Acts chapter 8, verse 19 to 20. When you see God, goodness and mercy will, will, will be running after you. The Bible says, saying, give me also this power that on whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive his, this Holy Spirit. He said, but Peter said unto him, thy money, we don't buy prosperity with money. We don't buy that power with money. Thy money perish with thee because thou hast bought that gift of God. Thou hast thought that that gift of God may be purchased with money. No. It's a grace to make money. And may that grace come upon you. I said, may that grace come upon you. What is then the covenant? In the next class of breaking financial hardship, we will answer questions. So, if you fail three times, you will sack you. It's a school. So, there will be options, objectives, questions. Covenant is an agreement involving two parties. A covenant is an agreement involving two parties and guided by certain terms that are binding on both parties. So it involves two parties. You and I or you and God or God and you. Governed by terms. Follow the teaching. We always miss our covenant right because we forfeit our covenant responsibilities. Your covenant responsibilities empowers your covenant rights to manifest in your life. Please follow it. God can raise you as a mighty financial guru. And your life will never be the same again. You enter into a flow. Not an occasion. A flow. And that is the realm I want God to move you to. A seed does not multiply unless it is planted. A seed does not multiply unless it is planted. Genesis chapter 1, verse 11 to 12. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass. <coughs> the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind. Whose seed is it in it upon the earth? And it was so. Verse 12. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed 
after its kind. So the type of seed you sow is the type of harvest you should expect. Your financial life will not change until seeds go ahead of you. Take it or leave it. If you see a palm nut tree, it's because a palm nut seed was planted. You see, Elijah Dan got it today. He was strategic. He looked in the system. said, no, I'm going to hit the market with consumables. I'm going to target sugar. I'm going to target things that are being used. You go to Nigeria today, he holds 80% of import and export on sugar, on rice, on cement. How can he be poor? This is a man who pays, who, who, who gives, he sows seeds into churches, the Muslim. It is popularly said that Archbishop Benson Daosa had a program and his guest needed a seat in the plane. Elijah Dangote got up, offered his seat, got down and joined the next plane and allowed the man of God to sit inside. And the Archbishop declared on him, you will be heard internationally, globally. And that was it. Seed. A seed of courtesy. A seed of reverence. A seed of honor has worked with this man up to now. This week, I told you, he gave $550,000 to fight coronavirus. A Muslim. A coconut tree, a, 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 a palm nut seed in the hands of a Muslim planted will give a palm nut tree. When the rain falls, it doesn't fall on only your house because you're a child of God. It even falls on the house of your enemies. A principle, Genesis 8, 20. A principle is a principle. Verse 22. Whilst the earth remained, seed time and harvest. So as long as it's earth and you put rice seed, you get your rice. Please, are you following me? So, there is something that can provoke that financial harvest. We will not rush into them. We will take our time. It's a school. Because I want to raise some people in the church. I want God to raise some people. Sometimes it's embarrassing come to stand here. We want them to give us 100 Ghana CD each. Very soon we will stop. Because God would have raised some people who will be shouldering the burdens of the ministry. I thought you say, Amen. Tell God, Lord, appoint me as one of such. Every temptation in life is centered around twisting the word of God. I'm coming. The temptation to break the covenant is centered around when the word of God is twisted in its originality.
Deuteronomy 29 9. Keep therefore the words of this covenant. Do them that ye may prosper in all that you do. Keep therefore and do them. Tell somebody, keep and do. That is the only way you prosper. Keeping and doing what is in the covenant. The root of poverty is traceable to lack of knowledge. Follow the teaching. So maybe objective question. Apo. The root of poverty is traceable to do 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 do. Lack of knowledge. Every cure begins with a diagnosis. Yes or no? cure you when we don't know what is wrong with you. Every cure begin, we need to know whether it's malaria, then we know what medicine. We need to know whether it's typhoid, we know what medicine. We need to know whether it's upper respiratory infection, we know what medicine. Every cure, you need to know the diagnosis of that disease. When you twist the covenant in your life, you enter into financial hardship. Pastor, why are the unbelievers rather prospering? Because they are in another world and they are in another system which you don't belong. Are you with me? Yeah. So think about you in the kingdom. I'm teaching you kingdom mannerism. The Bible said, if you see the unbeliever prosper, it means God has made provision for unbelievers to also prosper. But he said that if you see them, don't envy them because they are like the grass. They will fade away very soon. Poverty is a spirit. Can't you see it's a spirit? <laughs> watch, watch your life. Watch your family. When you go to your hometown, be being young. When I go to my hometown and I enter family house, then something is, is, is happening to me. Poverty. It's a spirit. It's not just an occurrence. It's a spirit. And it grows. And it can die. And I see it dying in your life. Prosperity is a spirit. It grows and prosperity can die. Prosperity will not die in your life. Poverty is a spirit and it's a curse. He said, keep therefore the words of this covenant. Do them. Don't just know it. Do them. Don't just know it. Don't just memorize it. Don't just keep it in memory. Do it. And when you do it, that ye may prosper in all that you do. Am I blessing you? The enemy you don't fight will never leave you. 
It will either take over you, it will either kill you, or it will either keep you in prison. The enemy you don't fight will coexist with you and keep affecting and destroying you. If there are lies in your head, are there still lies in the world? Hello? This kind of harsh pomades we've been putting in our hair. If there's still lies in your head, have you seen high in your hair? If you see cry, you don't say. It's a long time I saw some, but those days, Charlie, oh my baby, chill. Not to honor you, we are no Charlie. The more you catch, the more you are happy. If you rather say, hey, then there's problem with Mama, but and she will be more happy. If you find out it's lies and you go and take Roki, are you okay? Hmm. Every problem has a source. The source of poverty is when we break the words in the covenant. I'm teaching you Bible. Hmm. I'm getting deep. Proverbs 6, 11. Don't worry, 11 will be closed. 12 o'clock will close. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. So poverty is a robber. It's an armed robber. Poverty does not come to add to you. It takes from you. Your joy, your beauty, your health, your wealth, your it takes your glory. But there's nothing nice in poverty. It comes like an armed man, an armed robber to take from you. You see some music? Some a, a, a lot of rich men's children are not beautiful. Eye bibi o. Bibi bebrebi. Bibi bebrebi. That the accessories. If even you don't like it, you like it. You look at his face, you know that design. Manza Musa level. But you say, Charlie, I've never met a face like this before. Because wealth has a way of beautifying things. And poverty has a way. You see, Charlie, if you want to see beautiful women, go to your village. You see them. But you see, poverty. 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 Look at this girl that came up very strongly, but I don't know where she is right now. This girl that came, she was hyped all over the place. She babbled the hair, I've forgotten the name. She 
They have some Muslim name or something. Ah, uh-huh. so pretty. In her natural state, pretty. But if you don't take care, you won't see. When she came on light and they started dressing her, then the beauty, that was a poor girl. Money, wealth. You can't hate it. You can't love it. You have to use it. It empowers you to do what you want to do. Know the wealth, the money we're going to pump into greater ways. Money. If you hear, you faint. No, no, can you imagine the type of sound system you need to get the sound? An OPL. Even a hakra is covered, small. You know the cost of these things before you are hearing this kind of sound. Money. Are you following the teaching? It's your revelation that leads you into your revolution. If you keep, if you do, if you keep, you do. If you catch, people come to church, they don't catch revelation. Some will catch it. And then they start applying it. Without stoppage. Without any confusion. Because you have caught a revelation and you are on your road on the revolution. You are fighting out poverty with passion out of your life. You are fighting. Your revolution will be determined by what you have caught in the world. You can stay with poverty and God will be okay. God won't say don't come to heaven. No. He, won't, he won't bother. But I don't want to be that type of child. If God has made it available, why do I waste it? We don't need wealth in heaven. We need it here. And God has made it available by his covenant. But poverty will come like an armed man and come to rob you of it. I'm coming. We are not rushing, so I'm just taking my time. We don't, we'll come back again another time with our questions and answers before we continue. Just like cold is a symptom of fever, so also is lack a symptom of poverty. When you see that you are lacking something, it's a symptom that brother poverty is around. Mousy, why don't you have a car? You don't have money to buy. That's the answer. Or, or you have chosen not to buy. <laughs> eh? Stephanie, why don't you have a house? You don't have money to buy. If I ask Echo, he will still, they left me only one house. In one house. Every lack in your life is an indication that poverty no unyankoi or around. When you run a temperature above 40, then you are coughing with flu. 
It's an indication coronavirus is around you. Until you handle the problem of the lack of knowledge and the lack of revelation and the lack of doing the covenant, you cannot handle the problem of poverty. In Genesis, God promised Adam that he will eat in plenty, swim in plenty, dine in plenty. But his disobedience destroyed that provision. He had to move out and now go and hustle. Adam, oh my, they do as bad, Adam and Eve. Yeah. God pushed them out. Now go and hustle. Go and work hard. If the land yield for you, fine. If it doesn't yield, fine. But you hustle. Those times they were not hustling. He just had to name the animals. So he sees, oh, you, goat, goat, goat. From today, you are goat. You are lion. That's what he was doing. When the hedge is, he can trim it. He named everything animals, bears, trees, fish. What type of wisdom did Adam have? God is serious. Adam didn't go to school to learn uh, classes, species. But when they disobeyed, that promise went off. Thank God Jesus came to restore that promise. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap offering. Every Christian that trample on God's word will have his destiny trampled upon. Because God's word keeps you in charge and in authority. I'm showing you something today in the first class that you cannot joke with God's word and prosper. You cannot. You cannot joke with God's word and prosper as a believer. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 13. This is one cause of poverty. Love not sleep, lest thou come to poverty. Open thy eyes, and thou shalt be satisfied with bread. If you love sleep, you will not prosper. If you love sleep, you will not prosper. If you sleep too much, obunda. There was this guy in school. The guy can sleep. The guy can sleep. Ha! Even whilst he's standing. He will sleep by the way, you get up and he'll be sleeping. He will sleep and be snoring while standing. Hey, this one, Obunda. He fetches with sleep. Like when you want to buy sleep, he will give you some. sleep will lead you to poverty please as for me I like sleeping oh. you know me my problem is that I like sleeping eh? you sleep and in the bed will know that you wada <laughs> the way some people can sleep eh? I'm a dad one I say
Some people can sleep and you can carry them and they won't know that you've carried them. Sleeping beyond measure will lead you into poverty beyond measure. Are you listening to me? Great men don't sleep too much. I didn't say don't sleep. When I live here, I go and take a three-hour sleep. I'll come back from Brakawa refreshed. Some of you go and do co-consign and all that. You go on Facebook all day, day, all day. But I'll go and sleep. There is sleep importance in your life. But if you sleep too much, it will lead to poverty. Some say breaking financial hardship. The Bible says too much of sleep leads to poverty. Simple. So the first step is not to take God's word for granted. The second step is watch that thing called too much sleep. There are so many factors that can make you poor. But let's look at some. Number one, sin. Sin. The Bible says that righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to a people. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to a people. When a man is faced with reproach, he will naturally end up in abject poverty. A reproach is a shame. Sin can bring a reproach on you and you can lead, it can lead you to poverty. I'm sure some of you were thinking, I'm going to give you 10 steps too. No, those ones will come as we are going, but I'm, I'm letting you know that the thing no, is, has a certain source. Oh, I can start talking about make sure you don't run into debt, you don't do this. We'll come to that. But take this one, the word of God, don't joke with it. Sin! Don't play with it. Too much sleep. You will be poor. In, use the night season, the dawn season to build yourself. Have a shadow at dawn. Not one day. Most of you do it giddy, 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 giddy from the beginning of the year. <laughs> By 3rd March, you, when the alarm blows, you even Remove the alarm, cra. That is why you are where you are. The difference between the rich and the poor is that the rich has the tenacity to continue to do something for a long time. So you must use the nice season to build your capacity. 
at least one hour every night between 10 p.m. and 5. Have one hour, two hour, be somewhere where you wake up to learn, to pray, and to think. You wake up and you are thinking, not worrying. You are thinking. You think I don't think. It, it was out of thinking I said, no. Can we get water for church members on Sunday? Four polytanks. It will be here on Sunday. You come to church with your kufo gallon. You fetch some home. It won't come with you going to make noise, walking around, thinking. Time that there's no water. How do we communicate the love of God to the community? Get them. That is why when we say give offering, give. Because if you don't trust the pastor, don't be in his church. Are you here? Yeah. Just assume that you are not giving your food, first food, your tithe, and your offerings. What am I going to use to provide water? But out of the little you've given, we are going to give the community and the church water. Have a season at midnight where you think an idea will strike. You will have clarity in pursuit of destiny. Oh, like, like Olivia. Oh, Pastor, we, we are mad so by the time we lie down on the bed eh, and our eyes will open. Is it even six o'clock? <laughs> no. Half time. My wife has three children. By four o'clock, she's up studying and praying. Me, by two, latest three, I'm up. I want to even bring it to one so that I can sleep at five and wake up at six and bath and go to work. Because what you don't put in your coconut, you will never see it as a tree. Are you here? Poverty loves ignorant people. Awa, awa, awa. Atu. But if you give yourself to studies, improving yourself, you can never be poor. Because people will look for you to solve problems. If your pipe is not, your pipe is broken, you go for a plumber. Because he has learned how to fix it. Do you pay him or you speak in tongues? God bless you. I see God bless you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. By the time you are turning, they are slapping you. You pay. And that is what I'm talking about. Let me wrap up in five minutes. Not gotten anywhere yet, but let me wrap up. When you dip your hand in sin, you will sink. But before you sink, you will surely stink. You become a reproach. The next point is that disobedience breeds poverty. Disobedience breeds poverty. Every time you disobey God's instruction, you will end up in the wilderness. Hello? You will end up in the wilderness. When you are faced with a wilderness experience, 
you will end up in poverty because in the wilderness there is no supply. Am I laying a good foundation for you? Yeah. It's not about you not having somebody to give you a job. No, forget about job. Job, job. The, the meaning of job is just overbroke. <laughs> just can't you see that before the end of the month you are still looking for money you are just overbroke you are just a little valuable above those who are broke <laughs> because how you want to spend your money you can't even spend because the money is a bad in thought The number three factor I want to talk about is association. Association. The company you keep determines the level you go in life. Who is your friend? Who do you talk to? Who do you work with? You become like such. Where are they going that you have joined? The prophet told Saul, you will meet a company of prophets coming down from the hill of the Lord. And when you meet them, you will prophesy with them. So what they were doing, you will begin to do. Your company will determine how far you will go in life. When you move with the wrong set of people, you will get the wrong set of results in your life. Am I helping somebody? Yeah. Don't joke with that thing. A lot of us joke with this like, oh, you Pharisee, you break link with them. As if said, you don't owe them. You choose your friends, you choose your companion. You love everybody, you owe everybody love. But you choose the people. Even in the church, you must be nice with people. But friendship. A friend is somebody who can call you on Monday, call you on Tuesday, WhatsApp you. A friend is somebody who can check up on you. A friend is somebody when you are sick, you can tell. A friend is somebody when you are broke, you can help. That is a friend. Companion. So, who do you associate yourself with? Who is talking to you? What is entering your head? You become what you hear. You become what you see you manifest what you move around with. So who is your companion? Who is in your caucus? Who is in your circuit? Who is in your circle? Who do you call a friend? Who do you talk to when you want to take a decision? Now take five seconds to think about the first 10 people around your life. Write it down. Think about it. Just keep writing 10 from priority quickly. The first 10 people you communicate with. Like you talk to, you interact with. Write it down. You shall be blessed. 
when you finish, are you finished? Are you sure? Have you finished? Who hasn't still finished? A lot of introverts will struggle to write. But the extrovert, they will even struggle to, to they don't know whether they will write, they will cancel, they will say, let me put this one there. <laughs> now, if I ask you, take five of them out. Who actually aren't adding anything to your life? Cancel them out and let me see. Out of the ten, leave five. Five of them, you cannot imagine losing them. Write it. Delete the other five and leave the five. Hmm. See, your head is aching. Hmm. <laughs> it's a working session. Everybody should be doing that too. It's a working session. Are you done? Are you done? How many people are done? Five list on your paper now or on your phone. Okay, I'm giving you one more minute. I think I may have to end here on this particular work. What you are doing is that you are cancelling out vision killers. How many are done? You have five. Let me see. You are still on. I'm giving you one minute. Please do that quickly. Are you done? See how you are thinking. So all along you have not measured the worthiness of your relationship with them. Some were wasting your credit. Some were parasiting on your emotions. Are you done with the five? Okay. Take two out and leave three. Stephanie, why did you breathe like that? I had it. I said mockery. Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. People are sweating and farming. It should be left with three. I'm waiting. Hmm. I'm sure some of you are saying, Oh, I'm casting out. <laughs> oh, I enjoy his conversation too. <laughs> you will cancel it, but I'm waiting. 
who, who is done? Who is done? Okay. I'm still waiting. We'll end here. I mean, if I move further, I'll be too tired. Who is not done? Who is not done? Okay, I'm still waiting. John, are you done? Okay. So who are your top three influencers? Lawrence. Mike. And Neko. Who is Lawrence? Where is he? What does he do? What I'm talking about. Are they very rich? Did they give you a car? Have they started a business for you? I'm not saying they are bad. But if, is that, wouldn't you want to give your child a car? Wouldn't you want to build a house for your child when you're going to marry? To if these are the people influencing you. Mm. They are good though, but it's not good for you. Please, are you understanding me? Okay, so let me use another person. We'll get more example. Emanuela, the way you are shaking your head, you are soaking. So you could say it and let me hear Sometimes this kind of session is even more powerful than the Sunday euphoria. Because Sunday, if I can bombard you, you'll be going home, you'll be asking a lot of questions, but nobody will answer you. <laughs> Please be fast. You need to go. Valentina. Who is Valentina? Yes. Where is she? Which church? Okay, is she married? Is she dating? The next one. Who is she? a Christian okay okay the third one
everything quite safe. So I wish I thought I, I, I know a lot of you wish me to ask you so that I I mark for you. But with the examples they are giving, it should tell you what type of people you should surround yourself with. Is that okay? Mousy. Tired, but let me take two more. That God help me to apply the wisdom I have received. Poverty will never find you after today. Help me, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen.